We're early. I started it. We're live. I can't even see you. You can't. Oh, you're right. You can't. My bad. Oh, it's because it's not plugged in. Duh. That's my Dude, fault. You're so not professional. I'm slacking. Oh, I don't. See, that's how you add people to the call. I didn't know that. What? I found the uh, call button. Hell yeah. Turn video on. <clears throat> there it is. There you go. I always forget how shitty your. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. How bad your look! Like, how, bad how bad this bad is, people. <laughs> this like I'm showing it on the screen. What's up, Taylor? What's up, Johnny? I'm showing how terrible it is. Are you? Yeah, I, I dragged it down into the middle. <clears throat> What's up, bad. Chris? I'll, what? On my side, it just looks so nasty. Oh, I know, because this webcam's from the Stone Age. We got some people in here. I don't have my computer, so I can't see the people that are inside of it. <laughs> the Midwest, that Midwest internet. <laughs> it's not the internet, it's the webcam. It's really crazy how you go by the years and you see things and how much it changes. Like, right now, if you watch an edit today... It's going to look so great and amazing. If we wait five years and go back, that edit's going to look like dog shit. I don't think it's going to be... I don't think so. That's what you're saying now, but I, I never thought anything would be better than HD. You're right, but but at the same time, like there's only so good that your eyes can see. And that can't phone or screens can be and be perceived by your eyes. Like once you get above a certain quality on a screen, your eyes can't see it anymore. Well, it's going to be to the point where you feel like you're touching it. Right. Oh, it'll be, yeah. Like why do we even need uh, filmers anymore? Let's just use 360 cameras and use VR to watch the edit like you were actually there. Yeah, I mean, uh, your, cell phone, or your, your cell phone's way better than any VX edit that's put out nowadays. Or ever, yeah. If you put out a VX edit, that shit's stupid. All it's it for is the is feel. Television. Yeah, it's for the... Uh, it's it's for, for the, the wannabe skateboarders. <laughs> Shots <laughs> fired. Shots fired. I mean, I get it if you're trying to be artistic. Yeah. I mean, do you remember the old low-tech video when uh, no. Rich Hirsch used one of those big shoulder cameras? That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's awesome. They filmed the whole video in Portland. I think it had Ian Short, <coughs> Cleveland, Jesse Whaley, and a few of the other dudes. And they filmed the whole... It was, I don't know if it was low-tech or frame-on. I think it was a frame-on video. And they yeah. filmed the whole thing with an old-school shoulder camera. That's sick. Somebody said DV tapes forever. <laughs> Somebody told me one time that someone told them... Some street person that's like famous, I don't even know the name. Uh, they said, if you aren't stealing your DV tapes from Walmart, are you even riding? Are you even riding street? I'm not going to lie. I've been with a few filmers that have stole some when we went on trips. I'm not going to lie. We, I have done that. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> and the, the other thing that I've done is we borrowed somebody else's tapes and then recorded over that shit and then accidentally recorded over our own shit. <laughs> Oops. 
the infamous jug is back. What's How up, Levi? It says five. How many people we got in here? If you're in here, say what's up. We got five. That's that's uh that's probably the worst. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put us on Instagram and see if we can get a few more. Good. I, well, actually, it's not the worst because you got to remember it's the weekend. So yeah, it's a holiday weekend. It's a holiday weekend, and uh, the guys that normally are on here, let's be honest, they're our age, and they finally get an extra day off. They are not you watching know. YouTube right now. That's for sure. Oh, definitely, dude. They are drinking some brewskis, hanging <laughs> out with the kids, and going to bed. Oh, if I wasn't here right now, I'd be sitting at a fire at the trails. We dug on the whole main line today. Oh, really? Yep. <clears throat> what are trails? Uh, uh, these, like, it's kind of hard to explain. So, like, if you imagine those old things that people used to ride called quarter pipes, it's, like, shaped like this. Okay? Not a spine. Like this. Okay? Yeah. And, and it doesn't have coping like the quarter pipes used to when people rode them. And then there's one of those. And then, like... You know how there used to be those things called box jumps, too? Yeah. So they had a top to them, and then they had a landing. Well, it's like there's one of those, and then there's another one of those that's not as steep on the other side. And then you take away the top. That's, I, I think, to my understanding. <clears throat> so for your guys' backsides, do you guys just go and find big-ass logs? No. To bury? No, we... We're totally against that. I mean, but everything's already built too, so like, doesn't. Why are you mean, totally against that? That covers more ground. Because it it uh it, what's the word? It decomposes into dirt and then it settles. Or if you ever have to move anything or dig on anything like that, it uh, it's just bad. <laughs> well, that's how you pick up all the vegetation and all the nasty shit, and then you uh bury it on the backsides. The best thing to find is barrels, like old oil barrels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything's already everything's already built down there, so it, there's no need for any of that. Like we're not building any lips or landings anymore, except for I this remember, one new line. I, I don't know if you remember, ah, like trails in like the late '90s. It used to be the lip, and then you would have the backside, and then you would just dig from the backside, and it would connect to the next lip. So it was like this. So it'd be the first jump, you come, and then you jump, land on the backside, and then you go through the hole that you dug to build the backside. You go into that to go into the next lip, and then it's just a connecting view. Oh, I get what you're saying. Through. That's literally, that is how the trails at Apple Creek, like, started. Like, Yeah, that's the old school well, way. Well, that's the thing about it is, like, they've been there for so long that literally the level of ground like like where the dr jumps are at the tops of them and stuff is almost where the level of the ground used to be and the entire place has been dug down so that the level of ground is like all flat it's crazy that's how much digging has gone down oh my god I'm gonna oh Jesus what are you doing I'm putting this on Instagram <laughs> we're live swipe up do the thing come see Ricky talk so uh I've been crying for the last week 
because I finally got injured. <sighs> and when I say finally got injured, that's usually what BMXers expect. So then when we get injured, we do that. Oh, fuck, dude. I hope it's like a twisted ankle or something that's just a few weeks. Yeah. But you got ribs, which is uh, ribs yeah. can be it can be a couple weeks, but it also can be a couple months. <sighs> Yeah, I forgot the worst part of the ribs, though. I got it right underneath the armpit. What'd you hit it on? <clears throat> uh, I'm filming for a video part, and I haven't filmed for a video part in, like, 10 years. So I'm on my second clip, and uh, there was, like, 20 people, like Tony Hamlin and all these dudes showed up, and we were at a spot, and I basically was trying, like, uh an oppo stall to jump from my bike, land onto a pole, do a somersault, and then flip off of the pole back onto a bike. And when I was upside down, I forgot to let go, and I just went around and went underneath the pole. And oh, hit the on the pole with the ribs? <clears throat> yeah, but I didn't let go, so my feet were still in the air. And then I did the typical, you know, like, uh, and then I ran. You know when it really hurts when everyone to look at you? Gotta run it off. You have to like run away. Run and it off. And when you run away real far, you're just like, Ugh! and then people know it's serious, so they come over and ask you. And then the person that asks you, you look at them and you go, dude, is everyone laughing? And of course, they're all laughing at you. If your <laughs> friends don't laugh at you when you get hurt, I don't know what kind of friends you have. But, <clears throat> yeah, so I was just embarrassed as shit because obviously anything I film is, is a joke. So... Now my ribs hurt, but I haven't been able to ride and I'm itching because everything revolves around riding in my life. You know, I wake up in the morning, go to Instagram, look at that. And then I check the work Instagram so I can post, you know, BMX parts. Then I get to work and I watch kids edits for the sponsor me tapes. And then we do the web store stuff. And then I call bike shops and I talk about BMX and then, you know, discuss BMX with my boss and my coworker. And then, you know, people call and talk about BMX. And then I get off of work and I look at my car and my car has a bicycle in there that's BMX. <laughs> so it's just all BMX. It sucks. And when you're injured, it's the worst. Yeah. It's funny how you still have the yellow sticker on the bottom of that magic bullet container. We are, Mine's the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. Still have the same sticker on it. Yeah. Someone said, oh my god, it's Ricky. It is Ricky. Indeed. Who's that? NMB247. Awesome. That means something. That means something. What's NMB mean? 24-7? Not my business, (laughs) 24-7? When's the last time you had an injury? Dude, I don't like to talk about injuries. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm being serious. That's a part of BMX. Like, yeah, I know, but if I talk about it, I'm going to wreck tomorrow and get hurt. Yeah, but it, it happens. What I'm saying is is I'm not... Knock on wood if you believe in that bullshit, but everybody gets hurt. And the worst part is... I, I'm being very honest with you. When I get hurt and I have to go to the doctor, I always say, is it broken? Please tell me it's broken. And the doctor looks at me and goes, you're out your fucking mind. I'm like, yes. If it's a broken foot, it's easier to heal than a sprain or torn ligaments or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or, as bad as this sounds, I'd rather get a fucking concussion. Yeah. You know? Which I've had so many of those, it's not even funny. What's up, Ryan? <clears throat> um, yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, how do how do uh I don't know how I can't see who's in the who's in there, but when you guys get injured, how do you feel? Like how does it how do you cope with being injured? Yeah, like, that's feel, a good question. Because <clears throat> you know I want to ignore BMX because then it makes me not want to ride. You know, like if I ignore it, then I don't have to feel like I need to ride. I'll but say my... in the past. If I ever couldn't ride, I was still at the skate park or the trails every single day. It's the worst addiction. Someone said I figured out how to weaponize healing. I'm very <laughs> curious. Tell me how you or what that even means. Uh, Tell me you're a flatlander. <laughs> never been injured because I do the same trick, 10 tricks every day. Then someone said uh, ligaments suck balls, but I thought he said ligma. <laughs> it's like I don't think you get the joke, man. <laughs> no, that's the worst, man. In BMX, dude, tearing and spraining is so much worse than breaking. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'd rather get a really deep cut and get stitches than a sprained ankle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I drink a I lot like, to not feel the pain. <laughs> I don't like like burns though. Like burns fucking suck. Like tire burns and like crazy yeah. places. Like yeah. the inside of your uh, calf muscle from bar spins. Oh, that's the worst feeling too. Someone said I the Matt Hoffman way: duct tape it and ride through it. Duct tape my ribs. Yeah, I don't there know. you go. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know if you guys, if any of you guys have rode or ridden with Matt Hoffman lately, but the last time I rode with Matt, dude, he's only, how old is Matt? 51? 50? Yeah, something like that. Some little kid's like, holy shit, look at that 92-year-old dude trying to ride a bike. <laughs> and <clears throat> Matt Hoffman had uh, like a torn shoulder and two broken ankles, and he was still trying to ride this uh like 12 foot quarter pipe over at Powers Bike Shop. Of course. And he could barely make it. Like it, it was it was sad. And it was even sadder that like the kids watching didn't give a shit or understand how amazing that was. Yeah. Well, they probably just didn't know. Well, it, I mean, we get into that topic all the time. Here's yeah. an even funnier one <clears throat> is they had a best trick on that 12 foot quarter. Yeah. And some kid did a 900 on it, and nobody even clapped. That's bad. Nobody. And I looked at Matt Hoffman. I was like, yo, in all of your life, since you're the first person to do a 900, did you ever think some random-ass kid in the back of a bike shop was just going to bust a 900, basically barely overcoping, and nobody claps their hands? <clears throat> That's funny. That's how nutty BMX is sometimes. That's true, too. Like, the hardest things look easy or are just normal. Uh, that person who said he weaponized healing said it's a big 14-year project to earn his <clears throat> fifth-degree black belt. And uh, somebody asked if you were talking about Burt Jam last year. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? I have no idea. He would have probably been there, though. Yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, it was at Powers, though. I think it was two years ago. I don't know if it was last year. Yeah, he year. said two years ago. 
Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not saying that kid was cocky or nothing, or people just didn't notice it because so much craziness went down. Yeah, but it always blows my mind how some people did like. Do you think it? Okay, here, wait one second. Do you think that it was because he wasn't part of the clique that was there, or if it was because people just didn't care as much as they should have? Because sometimes you'll get people who just are part of this clique and they don't want to clap or be psyched for someone because they're not, they're not part of the crew, you know? I think it's a misunderstanding when somebody's so fucking good that you just, I don't know if it's expected. Yeah. It's, you just expect it. Like if Nick Bruce shows up to a skate park, you expect a 360 backflip bar spin or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Cause this kid, other than doing a 900, he was doing, <clears throat> he was doing like, you know, foot jam the bar spin back in off a 12-foot quarter. Yeah. He was airing like 12 feet and doing the clickest inverts. So yeah. Who are you talking about? Impressive. He wrote for Harold. I don't know his name. It was just some amateur kid. Wrote for Harold. I feel like I don't... The only person that makes sense you saying that is Alex Liebrock, but he doesn't do 900s. It was another kid that was there. That Alex kid was there, though. Or that Alex, uh... Maybe it is that Alex kid. I don't think he, he does 900s, doing... though. So it probably uh, wouldn't have been... It wouldn't have been him, because I don't think he it does 900s. It wasn't him doing it, but he was there. This kid rode for Haro. Hmm. Alex rides for Haro, too. It's so weird. Like, people that ride for Haro BMX nowadays, like... The team is so stacked, but they don't have like street riders. Like they got the kid, uh, Mike Gray. On, huh? Mike Gray. Mike Gray's a street rider. I know, but I'm talking street, street, street rider. That guy's like a skate park rider that does fakey bar spins off of a roof. I'm saying like they just don't have like a street rider. I feel like you mean like Dennis Anderson. <laughs> no, Dennis Anderson is a fucking machine. <laughs> like Dennis Anderson right now. This is gonna sound really crazy, but I would love to see a game of bike against Dennis Anderson and Garrett Reynolds. Yeah, and <clears throat> if it was big and burly, I feel like Gar- or Garrett would lose a game of bike to big and burly, but super technical. Garrett's going to whoop his ass. Chad Curley. I rode with Chad Curley a few times. I'm just saying he's on Haro. Yeah, but he doesn't make sense either. I'm talking about... I'm talking about like a... Are you talking Brandon Began Street? No, not even so much Brandon Began. I'm talking about just like a regular street rider. Like a... Like a Brady Tweedy or somebody that's like that. Like just a random, like how kids are nowadays, street rider. Oh. But I mean, I guess to be on Haro, you got to be a bad motherfucker. So. Yeah, someone did say they're all contest riders, too. Well, there's a kid that's on Haro uh, Premium that lives in New York. Hmm. Um, I forget his name right now. He hangs out with uh, Billy Perry and them all the time. I so know. I guess they do have one kid that's like that. But the East Coast is so left out when it comes to BMX a lot of times that, you know, a lot of companies, it's like New York isn't the big thing like it used to be before. 
New York was like the biggest thing for years. Yeah. And now it's like New York is just used for people to come over here to make an edit and that's it. <laughs> well, there will probably be a, 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 like a resurgence of it with a bunch of new spots and stuff throughout the years coming up. Well, it's so funny. Like, Stranger Team was here last week. Like, there's always teams here, and I can go to the city and try to ride with them, but it's just like, you know, when you go to the city, you just go in circles. You really don't get to ride. Yeah. You know, you go in, you know, everyone thinks you bunny hop on cop cars and shit when you come to the city, and it gets really annoying. It's a, it's a, it's like a wrestling match gone wrong is what I feel like when you go to New York to Red Street. Yeah. Someone said the coin flick makes me look like an evil villain. <laughs> like The what? An evil villain. Uh, One billion dollars. <sighs> What's up? What's up? What's up? Has Tem Wade come on yet? No, Tem Wade's not on here yet. You missed it, Ricky. You weren't here for this. What happened? This. Hold on, let me get it ready. Oh, your sponsorship? Oh, you're not even going to be able to read it, are you? Not uh, in this bright light. I can't see. Oh, sponsored by... <laughs> Wait, wait, ready for it? Ready for it? Feels good, huh? <laughs> That's so sick. That's so funny. Uh, so, since it happened this weekend, we might as well talk about this. What did you think about me guessing right that Jordan Hango was going to win? Dude. All right, hold on. Before we get go there, Ryan Spruce donated five bucks in a super chat and said 40 plus and riding 22s till death. Fuck yeah. He rides a 22? Here, let's ask him a real question since he's donating. Ryan, right now, if you could have any BMX company in the game right now make a tire for you, which company would you want to make a tire? Because I know you guys are missing out on tires and wheel sets. Because I know the Revenge wheel set is pretty much... Alienation makes a 22-inch rim. I'm just saying, but that's not a wheel set. That's just a rim. No, I know. But they want, like, a legitimate wheel set, and they want... Actually, they want more of a legitimate tire. But nobody wants to pay for the... Nobody wants to make a tire because it costs so much to make one. Yeah. Because they all have to run, like, a Maxxis or something generic. Who makes the tires that come on current 22s? Like, the DK... And the just, we the people. Yeah, but they're all generic tires. They're That's what I'm asking. Like, who tires. makes the tires that come on those? It's the same company that makes everybody else's, just does, with their name on it. Does Fit and SNM not have one? Uh, because they I make think, everything for a 22. I think they might. They make like a revenge tire, I think. But the tire nobody likes. If he's a 22, or he should know. Yeah, we'll see what he says. But uh, what were you asking? I was asking, how good does it feel that I told you that Jordan was going to win? Oh, dude. Okay. <clears throat> I am kind of bummed with the placing that happened with that. Uh, he said S&M makes two different sets of 22-inch tires. All right, here. You're at your computer. This is what you need to do. Who were the judges for X Games? That's what you need to know first. 
how do we find that out? They should tell you the judges on there. But, the Real Street 2019 judges. Uh, I don't know how we find that out. Does anyone know? I know Lena Gonzalez was one. Yeah, I don't know how to find that out. Hopefully people... Wait, Dak? Okay. Dak couldn't have been... Was Dak a judge? I think Dak was a judge, too. Okay. All right, so you want to take who the judges are first and foremost when it comes into a contest. Well, that's BS. And you got to play into that. Huh? Well, that's BS. <clears throat> how is that BS? Because a judge... Because who a judge is... It shouldn't matter who the judge is. The best okay, video should win. Real Street. It's called real street. It's called real not BMX. Real skate park. And it's a so, re and it's a video contest. It's not a trick contest or a you can you do the best trick that pleases me contest. It's a video contest. What's the title? Real BMX. Yes, okay. Real BMX what? 2019. It's not street. Shut up. It's street real BMX. Street isn't in it at all anymore. They used to call it real street, but they don't anymore. It's just real BMX 2019. Okay. So all of us know it as being street. That's all we're going to say. So homeboy that was riding skate parks that were in street spots okay. is not going to get his... Well, he didn't land his trick at the end. So let's just all be honest when it comes to that. That's, you know, people are going to be sticklers about that, right? Yeah. And uh, Greg Ellingworth is a really good rider. His video was saying. great. It just wasn't the best <clears throat> video. Like I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't argue that he should have been in the top three, anyways. Right, but you can't wreck on there, and you also shouldn't be looking for spots that are skate parks. That's what he basically wrote the whole time. I don't know. That kind of makes it. Uh, that kind of makes it his own thing, though. That's like that's be it real BMX for him. Right, but is Dakota gonna be stoked on that? No, Dakota's. I don't judge. give a shit if Dakota's stoked on anything. He shouldn't have. It shouldn't be judged on his stoke. It should be right, judged okay. on the let video. Me, let me, let me it should be objectively you. judged. If you were a judge and somebody threw a fucking decade in there on a quarter pipe or an ice pick on something that related to you, you're going to feel a little bit better about that. You know, no, you want to know, you want to know what I would be? I'll be real. I would be, be real. I would be extremely excited to see that. And then at the end of the video, I'm going to be like, man, I hope, or at, as the video plays, I'm going to be like, God, I hope that this video lives up so that I can justify putting it where it deserves to be and hope that it makes it because I'm a fair person who doesn't use bias to judge things the way that BMX okay, does. Okay, well, that's why, that's why you're living in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I don't suck, I don't suck the, the BMX dick. That's why. That's exactly why. Because I refuse to, to freaking suck people's dicks to get what I want. Yes, but we're, we're not talking so much that. What I'm saying, though, is that's how it's going to go. And you have to realize that in the world. So everyone has different preferences preferences, and different eyes. So then it should, you're, that's you're not like, a contest anymore. That's literally yeah. not a contest anymore. I'm just saying that maybe it's like it's a popularity. It's, it it's a way. popularity contest then. <clears throat> That's not, it's not a real contest then. Because a real contest or a real competition has the same 
judging criteria that everyone knows all the way across the board. Do you even know who the judges are? I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are because they're literally the judges for X Games and all that stuff for the past 20 years is why park riders all ride the way that they do and why no one takes chances in contests anymore because everyone has to land all their perfect tricks perfectly or they don't make the finals. It's the judge's fault that people can't be freestyle anymore in contests. Literally. Well, you better be yelling at Big Island, Lee Ramsdale, freaking Matt Hoffman. Who else is on there? Uh, Clay. There, there's a few dudes that you got to yell at. But anyway, get back it's to true. Game it's one. literally true. All right. Wh- who, who ranked in what on the X Games? Okay, I, so I the- say two of them, two of the people that made finals, or not made finals, two of the people who placed definitely should be there but a third i i mean it could go either way so i get i get why they did what they did but hands down 100 percent simone should have been above jordan hango i i mean at first i chose simone then i chose uh <clears throat> i chose simone then i chose jordan hango and then i did dan collar for third yeah that and then I watched Jordan's three or four more times, and that first trick of him doing the bump jump over a freaking tree stub to tabletop, that blew my mind. He just had so many. You should go to the hospitals. So, so like, we agree on the we agree on the same three people that should have been in the top three. Then, because I said purely based on the videography aspect of it, taking it to the next level, Dan Collar should have won because it's a video contest. It's not just a trick contest. It's not a street contest. It's a video contest. That I, I, means I, I the would, videography should I be like taken Simone. into account. Simone's, I said Simone second. I said Simone <clears throat> should have got second. And then Jordan Hango. Jordan Hango. Third? Yeah. So you went Simone, Dan Collar? No, Dan Collar, then Simone. But I put those both like they could be interchangeable. I just put Dan above that because Daryl did a... Daryl did a better job than everybody else at filming and editing. Well, that's awesome that you went that way. I just went by writing. So, well, that's, I didn't think about filming. It's not a, it's not a, it's a video contest. That's the whole thing. That's why I say to everybody, but nobody like seems to think about that. But it's like the the videography well, should count. <laughs> the videography should count just as much as the the writing. Chad and Simone did a really good job with that filming and editing. Someone someone said Brad Sims did not deserve to be up there. I I agree with that. But just because the I've, not that his wasn't as good, it's just that the other people's were better. I I think the person that got cheese balled out worse than anybody and it was because of the editing was Corey Martinez's. Corey Martinez editing on that was like watching like, it was like, do a trick, pan over to something else, do a trick. I don't give a fuck what city or state or country you're yeah. in. Just ride your bike, dude. Yeah. That ruined everything for me. <clears throat> and then we have controversy. He clipped on the last clip, like, which was crazy and big, but he he banged his tire. Like, he didn't land that smooth. Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have put that as the last clip. They should. Okay, here's what should have happened with Corey's part. And it would have got. It probably would have placed if they would have done this. They sh- one. They shouldn't have used that fakey double peg in the promo video. 
And two, that should have been his last clip instead of the case. Right. <clears throat> but Corey is a really good in that clip that he has. I, and this is purely by saying I'm not better than any of those guys. Those guys are 100 times better than me. Oh, yeah. I don't think that I'm better than them. But <clears throat> obviously I am just like everybody else, a judge. You know, we're all judging it and judging our peers. Yeah, I just feel like Corey shouldn't allowed them. Corey shouldn't have went with that filming, like that that editing, and was horrible. I don't. Know. <clears> I, don't I, I literally yeah. don't even remember. I never. I didn't have thoughts about the editing at all on his. I think it was because I watched it live on here, <laughs> and called out the case. <laughs> well, I, and, and I don't want to laugh at that either because that's huge. Oh, it's that insane! It's I literally insane. That. You would never do that. So I'm not discrediting him for that. I'm just no. judging it by. <clears throat> you have to compare it to everyone business. else's. You got to compare it to everyone else's too. No one else had like a case like that except Greg Illingworth. And that was just a death clip. And that's why it made it to the end <laughs> clip. <laughs> he should have used that clip for his beginning clip. That's a great opener. Of yeah. Eating shit. Like people love seeing it. If Dan Collar didn't get hurt. I really feel like Dan would have went a little bit harder. Like I feel like he got hurt short. He like short-sighted himself and had to stick with what he had. Yeah. Dan Collar is amazing. Like he's just one of those super scary, amazing guys, but not a lot of people know who he is. Right. Right. I don't know. I just, I, I didn't, I agreed with, Two of the people being in the top, but I didn't think Brad Sims should have been there this year. I, I didn't pick Brad in there either at all. His video was great. <clears throat> he just he ended it on an up rail to over, which wasn't as good as the wall ride before it, like the white wall ride to flat. You saw the dent that he put in that rail, though, didn't you? Still. He dented the shit. No, I'm just saying, like, no. obviously... I could be a little bit biased because I work for the company he's sponsored for. Right. And I'm good friends for the bike company that he works for. But in my honest opinion, I felt like Brad Sims didn't give it 110. Like, I, like, someone Brad said he Sims, was hurt. <clears throat> huh? Someone said he was hurt. Nah. But you can't hurt muscle, baby. That guy's. I'm just saying, muscle. that's what someone said. <laughs> I just feel like Brad, when he goes out, he can invent a new trick or do. An NBD. Yeah. That's how good he is. So I just felt like he didn't give it what I thought he could have gave. So that's why I didn't place him there. Someone said he had an AC separation. <clears throat> he did have a shoulder injury, though. But I just feel like, you know, his is d different. He's had a career for so long, and he's barely had any injuries. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I just didn't put him up there because... Uh, there Simone was three that were better. That's all it is. Simone's every time Simone did a trick, I was like, "What the fuck?" That yeah, first was, trick, five forty to peg. Yeah, that was the craziest thing ever. Yeah, I I, I was very impressed by that. And then <laughs> the other thing, <clears throat> the editing and the film work because those two work together all the time was so smooth. There yeah. was just a connection. Right. Same with and, Dan and <clears throat> Daryl. Yeah, when I first watched them. My whole thing was I was looking for the wow factor. Like, yeah. This is the X Games. You're supposed to be the best of the best. And when I watch it, I just want to watch a clip and go, what the fuck? Right. I don't want to have to watch it three or four times <clears throat> to, to like, get it. I want to watch it the first time and be like, wow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
<clears throat> Greg Ellingworth, when he did that, like, uh, when he tapped his back tire off the pole thing, yeah, that was super amazing, but I felt like they didn't give it enough. Like, the filming wasn't done right. They yeah. could have put a GoPro camera that was right there, and he could have slapped right on there, and they could have made it better. <clears throat> I just, who else was in there? Corey, him? I feel like we're not talking about someone that was on it. I don't even remember. That's how, like, obviously, I literally don't even remember. Wow. It Wasn't there six? Yeah, there was six. So there's two people that were leaving out that I can't even remember anymore. Well, there's Brad, there's him. Jordan Hango, Greg Illingworth. Dude, oh, I can't it. even I, think. I think we got everybody. No, there's six people. I can't think of the top... The six of them. Yeah, we already did. Pango, Simone, Brad Sims, Jordan, Greg Illingworth, Corey Markman. Jordan Hango, you counted twice. You said Hango and then you said Jordan. Well, his was so fucking good that I had to count him twice. <laughs> All right. The, the only well, thing about his is that, that I also didn't think that it should be the first place and why I put it third is because, hands down 100%, Simone and Dan's had the best filming and editing. Well, I get it. They did have that, but their tricks were nothing compared to how banging Jordan's was. Yeah. That over that ledge to over 50-50 off that roof thing, that fucking opposite wall ride to 50-50 to hard 180, that feeble grind to drop, that death drop to 50 was absolutely nuts. And that wasn't even a grindable handrail. Yeah. That it's thing definitely was, made was of, crazy. That thing was made of aluminum. That aluminum. 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 We definitely <clears throat> did list everyone. We just couldn't. What's that? Uh, what am I trying to say? We did list everyone. Just couldn't name them all at one time. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Corey should be upset by the way it was edited. Because yeah. I'm going by the way I first felt about it. It's easier to judge something when you first feel about it. Yeah. And when I watched Corey's, I was like it was like reading a book. I was just like turning the page mm-hmm. and it took away all of his tricks. I was like, This is horrible. Yeah, that and just the way it was made last year, like with the old school edit and all that. It's like, dude, that one was so good. They they just got too fancy and thought that would have worked, and it wasn't. The other thing that made Simone so great is Simone picked a song that fit him, mm-hmm. which was amazing. I felt like I know they need video, you know, they need some, uh, music clearance. Yeah, and I felt like Chad and Simone really dug through to find something because they have X amount of dollars to spend on this project. Yeah. And they got to go and travel and decide to go where they want. And, you know, you you need a game plan for this, man. Strategy is the number one. Like, Dan Collar was smart. He went back to spots, like that curved handrail that he did. Yeah. He went back to places and upped himself from previous edits that he had. You know what they could do to make this, like, actually real BMX? They could drop all six of these guys in the same city and make them all film a video in the same city. 
Oh, just like uh, <clears throat> back in the day when they did the Red Bull. Uh, uh, what was it? Red Bull Meet the Streets or whatever it was called. I have back no in the idea. Day. <clears throat> that, but that would be real BMX. Instead of getting to pick where you wanted to ride your exact perfect spots that you pick, drop and you, you get in a to random film it for six months too. Yeah, drop you in a random city for two weeks, and whatever you come up with is your video. You have to drop them in Wyoming. Yeah, somewhere where no one's ever ridden BMX at. Well, I mean, Wyoming's got good stuff, Jackson Hole and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, like the shithole of shitholes. Yeah. Drop them off in North Dakota. Dude, can you imagine? And then, like, don't restrict it to just street and make it so if they find, like, a set of trails, like, holy crap. Like, the whole basis of this video contest is that they're in the same city and they're using whatever their resources are to make the best video. And then one of them is at a trail spot. And then, like, they go to the skate parks. And it could be so sick. Uh <coughs> Went on my Instagram when I told people to tell me who they thought won. Yeah. Some guys like, well, what about real dirt? Like, That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a thing. It would be cool if they did a real dirt and they had like, you know, like if you had to six, if you had to pick six dirt riders, you'd like who would you choose? And it would be like I would like Corey Nastasio. Um, Shit. Corey Nastasio, Brian Foster would be a sick one to have. Um, Leandro overall, someone, Cody Dixon. Shit. What's up, Cody Dixon? What are you doing in here? It's That'd awesome. be crazy. You know what I would say that would be even better than that? What? Six random, six filmers. Pick six filmers. They have to pick whoever dirt rider they want to, and it can't be someone who we all know. Because you know that there's dirt riders out there that are insane that no one knows about. It would be awesome if they did it like they did back in the day and they give amateurs a better chance. That's what I said like, whenever I talked about it. When I did it in the stream, they should do, if they do this in the future, a amateur side of it where anyone can submit a video. Then the six filmers and riders pick their top six videos and then we vote on them the same way we vote on the the others <laughs> because we wouldn't have Seth Kimbrough or Corey Martinez or Taj Mahalich or Joe Rich if it wasn't for amateur X Games yeah <coughs> Dude, Godzilla what are you killing. what were you typing you gonna make it you all right bud Ooh, me yeah I don't know I need ibuprofen it's fucking killing me dude my ribs been just bad I was in the shower <coughs> like it's been a week right I was in the shower, like, just scrubbing myself down, and my, like, rib popped. It just went, Ugh. and it, like, moved weird. Oh, it's just killing me. That's one of those things, too, where, like, normally, you know, you feel like you can maneuver yourself or pull on something the right way, and it feels better. With your ribs, What do you, you can't do anything. <clears throat> it's, like, the worst. Well, I cracked my frontal lobe. Like, I cracked my skull from here and up. That's crazy. Like this much, like this way, because <clears throat> I did a 360 over a spine, and the, the other side of the spine wasn't done, so I just nosedived into the ribs. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and it took like three months for that thing to even heal. It was so bad. 
Someone said BMX is turned into flips and spins. Whoever can combo the most. They missed my rant on that. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think he's wrong because now look at the new Vans thing. There's people winning that ain't even doing really tricks. It's more of style. Yeah, that's true. Vans contest. That's absolutely <clears throat> true. With Corey Walsh and Sergio Leos. Like, that's the kind of riding that I really like. Like, Larry Edgar is by far one of the best style gods right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. Like, <clears throat> but I the thing about that thinking. is, though, like, that's cool and everything, but that's a style of riding and style of contest that is very exclusive. Because if you, like, it's very obvious who has learned to ride that way and who is naturally <sighs> riding that way. Like Larry Edgar, Corey Walsh, all those guys, Chase Hawk, perfect examples of people who naturally are gifted to ride that way and then you look at someone like chris fox who's like very obviously learned to ride that way at least if that's what it seems like uh i just think he needs a speeding ticket that fucking dude goes 100 miles an hour oh absolutely but like you can <laughs> see the difference between chris fox and larry edgar well it's two jocks fighting over who goes faster and higher it's it's why it's kind of more of an exclusive thing because not just anyone can ride that style and be like that. Like it takes a special kind of rider. I just wish BMX was like in the early '90s where everybody rode everything. Flatland. Well, maybe maybe companies should promote that a little bit more, don't you think? Well, you got to promote what sells, and what sells is what kids like. Guess what? What what, like right what, ki- what kids like are what companies tell them to like. Yes and no. Yeah, okay, so so uh, companies didn't usher in the free coaster, taller bars era? <clears throat> no, I think it's by the riders. So Mike Coder, when he's like, yo, I want the perfect 10 bars, everybody had to have the perfect 10. So it's by one rider, and then everybody copies that rider, and then every kid needs that, and it turns into a trend, and that's what they want by their favorite rider. I don't know, man. I think it's it's ultimately something that companies help decide and they they help decide what's cool by who they promote. Well, <coughs> uh, I can agree to disagree on that one because I know working where I work, what we do, <clears throat> we try to do our own thing. So, yeah, but like. Is there any? Does Merritt have any park riders other than Foster? Yeah. Who? Cam Gavin. Cam Gervin. What does Cam Gervin <laughs> post on the internet? Not skate park clips. Uh. We got. We help out a few people. We don't really see much from them. That's the thing. Like companies aren't promoting the uh, all-encompassing rider. Most companies aren't, anyway. Well, most kids can't even ride vert. How many kids can standardly do an ice pick on a quarter? I don't know. Ice picks on quarters are hard. <laughs> How many kids can do a foot jam on a quarter? I don't know. Those are like the basics. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was that thing, uh, the hour BMX. I almost called it ride. <laughs> Oops. Uh, they posted that street tabletop or street invert picture. 
And I commented on it, like, imagine how hard it would be for these street kids who never ride ramps to learn how to do an invert and that, like without doing it on a quarter pipe or a hip. <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, and, and it doesn't help that skate parks are turning into plazas too. Like they're taking away a regular skate park and now they're just turning it into curbs and rails where it used to be, you know, a 12 foot fucking bowl with a clover bowl and a six foot spine with a mini, <clears throat> you know, and a sub box. Like, dude, sub boxes are dead. You know how hard it is to find a sub box nowadays? Yeah. If you go to a skate park and there's a sub box there, there's a bank to ledge, but there's never a sub box. Right. And a sub box to me is anything that's a four foot quarter and then yeah. a box. And it's intentional. You know? Back rail doesn't count as a sub. Back rails are there for safety. Like, they don't even make real spines anymore. What do you mean? Where it used to just be, you would go up, and the rail, just one rail, was the spine itself. Like, instead of a double rail, and then you have two things, it used to just be the rail, well, who and wants one? Who wants one coping? Uh, I'm just saying, like, they don't make it like they... Oh. And then, they, you know, nowadays, it, a lot of the spines are like this. Like the deck is, like it has a big deck on it. It makes no <laughs> sense. Put two rails and call it good. Someone's clipping that clip. Huh? <laughs> Said someone's clipping that. <laughs> You're like, that all got a big. Oh, that's funny. Um, Someone said they got a sub box at a skate park near them, but it's infested by scooters. Kids don't learn the basics. They go up to the trampoline to practice on bigger tricks. You know, that's a funny thing is I always get DM'd at work. Like, how do I get sponsored, Ricky? And it's like, my first response is like, you know, you got to build a resume. People have to know who you are and you've got to have an edit or a video to send to them. And the video needs to have like you, you can't have hip hop or rock and roll music to it. You just have to have some instrumental or just a raw footage. But people need to need to, to see what you have to offer. <clears throat> and what? then also, you know, a cheating way is to make it through working at a bike shop. Yeah. Because when you work at a bike shop, you get to talk to companies and you get to know companies and you get a feel for how it is. Yeah. And kids just think like, <clears throat> like, uh. Like, I don't even know if they honestly understand, like, when they're asking me, like, when I give them the answer, I'm trying to give them, like, the actual truthful answer. Like, you, you could be super good at a bike, but... You know, here's here's how I explain it to people when they ask. I literally just had someone message me the other day saying, like, saying how much they love a certain company and they just want to represent them and go on trips and whatever and then they ended it by saying i'm not very good but this this and this and i'm like so i you got to explain it to where like because a lot of people don't realize that parts cost money and when even if you're just getting parts being sponsored those cost money so it makes it an investment for a company to give you parts so the way you got to explain it and the way i do all the time is to say and tell people that you have to be able to return on a company's investment in you. 
if you don't have a social media following or you don't put out videos or you don't travel or go to contests, then you're not going to be able to help them make their money back that they gave you in parts. So when you can't do that, then no company should be interested in you. Right. But you also, what they're also forgetting is attitude, man. Yeah. Like people want to sponsor people that are outgoing, that are good to people and are humble. And, you know, you know, I can just take myself being from the middle of nowhere, Montana and getting the chances I got. And the only reason I got the chances I got is I didn't have a DM. I couldn't direct message the companies I wanted. So what I had to do when I got a chance (laughs) is when I met them is I made them remember me. Yeah. I rolled up. I probably said something super annoying (laughs) and I rode my bike as hard as I fucking could. And I did every trick I could in front of them to show off. Yeah. And I didn't give a shit because that was the only way that I thought that I could get sponsored. And then when I got older, I realized like, oh shit, they're going to want more from me. So I got to start making videos. Yeah. And I, you know what I mean? I don't have, I'm not as good as other people, man. I have gimmicks and I have a mouth and I know how to use it. So I sell myself by bringing in a package and kids got to figure out what they want and what they're going to do and what they have to sell. Yeah. You know what I mean? All I got is bitch cranks and fucking full cabs. (laughs) And it's always worked for me. Ultimately, it comes down to whether or not you can get people to be hyped on a company and want to buy their stuff and return that investment you're a billboard you're a billboard a what you're a billboard yeah you're literally a billboard and it's 100 percent of the time 24 7 your job is to represent a company and if you can't do that then you can't be sponsored you know and that's just kind of the corny way but i, I just feel like and, and i always tell kids to dm me their edits i'll watch them i'll you know, I'll give my constructive criticism and I, you know, I usually end it on telling them like, Hey, when you learn this or you get this DM me or text me back and let me know. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I genuinely care, but I, I, a lot of times what I get is, yo, I like your stuff. Let me rep it. Give it to me. Right. Like what in what world do you think by saying to somebody, give it to me is going to work? Dude, I know. Some people ask me that. Some people literally tell me or ask me for bikes and bike parts and stuff. I'm like, dude, I can barely get stuff for myself. I can't get anyone else anything. (laughs) Ryan Spruce sent another super chat saying you have to sell out to sell out. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that super chat. You're feeding me. You're feeding me. You really do. And like, that's the thing. Literally, everyone sells out some points with something. If you hate your job and you only do your job to make money because you have to, you're a sellout. Because you have to do it. You don't want to be there because you're selling out. It, it's something everyone has to do, but it's true. Dude, I need new ribs. Yep. My ribs are killing me. You want some water? Thanks. (laughs) Dude, imagine if you had a water bottle behind the phone. That would have been sick. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Do we got more than five people on now? Yeah, we had 20 at one point. It's down to 16 now. Oh, that's awesome. Be the one kid at the park <laughs> wearing a cape. <laughs> just what? Just LARP. Just LARP on your bike. That's how you get sponsored. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if you want it bad enough, you can get it. I remember when Mike Coder was just young, and he's like, dude, I'm going to get sponsored. I'm going to be the best thing in BMX, and I'm going to fucking kill it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I would hear that all the time. And then it happened. For some people, it happens, man. Yeah. Someone said, Chris said, instead of calling it getting sponsored, call it getting <laughs> a job. Because it's true. It is a job. Yeah, he's true on that. Yeah, that's good. You're all right. No, I'm fucking hurting, dude. It's killing me. Fuck ribs, dude. Yeah. Hoder is still the best. Don't take too much ibuprofen. This stuff put a hole in your liver. Yeah, I don't take much of it. It's uh, it's funny how BMX, you can sit around like we're doing and just talking. And we went from the X Games to being injured to getting sponsored <clears throat> to having disagreements about filming and writing and preferences. Yeah. To like me BMX, going on a super rant. <laughs> you know, BMX just has so much to offer. You right. Know? <clears throat> and everybody's perspective is different. Like, everybody has something to offer. Like, the things that I like and dislike are going to be completely different than what other people like and dislike. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and then age. Age is a big fucking thing, too, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously there's people that are older than me that are out there riding. But, <clears throat> you know, I have to take my age and then being in the industry and then trying to put clips out and trying to do things like that all the time. And then, like, as corny as this sounds, I'm still sponsored. So it's like, <clears throat> I still got to do those things. Yeah. Which I, I don't ever, you know what I mean? Like, I always forget that. It's like, oh, yeah, I have duties. And, oh, lot. yeah, I'm and sponsored. A lot of people to. don't realize that it's literally a job and it's literally full time. You have to put in the work <clears throat> to make it, to just give back to whoever. <clears throat> Yeah, but my age is older, so I have to do double the amount of what a little kid has to do. <laughs> I have to make my writing more relevant. I have to keep up with what the little kids are doing, but I also have to do things different, and then I have to stay true to myself. <clears throat> and then I have to try to keep healthy. And being healthy is the hardest part, man, because I can't, <clears throat> as bad as I want, I want to do a 720. Yeah. Like, that used to be the fun thing to do, is just roll up to a skate park and 720 a jump box. Now, to kids, that sounds so easy and so crazy, but when I was doing 720s 15 years ago, that was a big thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I can't, like, I, I just, I don't, my body doesn't work that way. I can't go, <clears throat> like the other day when we were filming, I saw a perfect four kinker handrail. It's like a 20 stair rail, whoop-de-doo, but it had four kinks. And then I looked at it, and I'm like, man, and I hate using this, but it does come up, man. 
when I was younger, I used to be able to do this. Uh, if I was younger, I could do this. Man, I remember when I used to be able to do that. That is the worst thing in BMX to get to. And it happens. <coughs> is I used to be able to do that. And I try my hardest to never do that. And if there's people in the that are in there, right, are in the comment section or whatever, if they're in there and they're older than me or they're about my age, they can understand what it feels like to go somewhere and be like, man, I used to be able to do this. Yeah. There's a couple of people who literally are just talking about age. Dan, who just said that he bought Battle Cranks in 160 recently. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for the support, brother. Said he just turned 39. Someone said they're going to be 41. Another person said an inversion table might help your ribs. Oh, really? That's what they said. Uh, I've been I've been having a lot of sex though too, so that's been fucking weird. <laughs> And then another person said uh, they'd love to see boosted fakey airs make a comeback. That would be sweet. <clears throat> you know who had a really good section that had a lot of fakey airs in it? Who? Doyle? You wouldn't know this. Standard Country, the Gons. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't. He did, he did a tabletop. He did a back peg toboggan grab. He did a one-footer, one-hander. He did like a moto air thing. All the fakie. Uh, bar spin. Yeah, these are all fakie. <clears throat> it was such a good, it was, I just watched it. It was in 2000. Nice. Such a good video part. And he, uh, he grabbed a, a launch box or one of those little kickers. Yeah. And he set them up and he did big, huge handrails off of it before Josh Hano. He did a 360 over a car. Jeez. <clears throat> So it was a really good section. If you haven't seen Standard Country, look up the Gons. It's so goddamn good. I'll check it out. People <clears throat> people don't realize how crazy BMX has always been. Oh, yeah. It's always people been insane. People don't realize, dude, 1986. Look, dude, let's go back to 1984 when Dave Vanderspeck did that bunny hop tabletop in San Francisco. That was completely fucking, oh, so big. That famous bunny hop tabletop. <clears throat> and then look the, at Dave Volker dude, look at Joe Johnson Bill Nitschke doing the first bunny hop tail whip and like the picture he's been posting the sequence of it so insane the bike that he's on doing that like hop whips are crazy and people he did them 30 years ago Joe Johnson did the first uh, tail whip yeah tail whip air, air. Yep. and then he did a double tail whip before anybody else did the tail whip air and then at one time he was trying triple whips yep. on Bert Ram. That's what I heard. <clears throat> you it's know, crazy. and when he was when he was like practicing the tail whip, Dennis McCoy was like, What the hell are you doing? He's like, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna do a tail whip. He's like, a tail whip on the ground? He's like, No, I'm gonna do it on the in the air on a quarter pipe. And Dennis McCoy couldn't even wrap it around his mind. And this is like nineteen eighty six. It's crazy. <clears throat> Back when the bikes literally couldn't hold up to this riding. Dude, in like 1994, 93, tail whips over dirt jumps were winning contests at the X Games. It's so crazy. <clears throat> Dude, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. It sucks. <laughs> Someone said earlier you were having a heart attack. <clears throat> that would suck if I did, though. That would suck a lot. 
36 and have a heart attack. Let's bring back pedal grind can cans. Oh, somebody's talking about 1992. Are we talking about uh, Ride On? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Brad Blanchard used to do them. Oh, yeah, he is talking <laughs> about Ride On because he said Ride and On. Dick Murphy. Too much <laughs> coffee, Montana. And then someone said, now nah, we can get you to the, am- the ambulance to you real fast. I haven't had a coffee in almost two years. Yo, there's a clip of Black Man doing a double peg on a handrail in 87, on an 87 GT performer. Not in 87, on an 87. That's pretty good. <clears throat> Talking about the uh, Abubica on the rock. Volker. Oh, the ride cover, the 50th? Yeah, wasn't that the 50th issue or something or the something? Yeah, I think so. I just listened to the best to his... 50 riders or something. I think it was the 50th because uh, I just listened to his podcast, the Space Brothers <laughs> one. Ryan Spruce did another five dollar thing, saying much love to Ricky's ribs and heart. I love you, Ryan. Thank you. <clears throat> he's, he's throwing all the support this way too. today. Huh? He said he's throwing all the support this way today. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah, man. I- I'm tired of being injured. I can believe it. Ryan runs Temwed 42. <laughs> they're, they're not in here tonight. Yeah, man. They're probably out making memes, dude. I don't know. There's a meme war going on right now. Probably. Oh, there is. What side is the heart on? Is it on the left or the right? The right. It's on the right side? Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you're on. You're hurting <clears throat> on the left? Yeah. Team Temwed. <laughs> it's not... It's not... Yeah. Uh. What did you think about, uh... Uh, Jay Miron giving the, uh... The, the medal to Jordan Hango. That's cool. How great did you think that was? That's sweet. I, I, I'm curious as to how that came about and to like if there's any more to it. Oh! <clears throat> yes, because someone... I saw someone comment saying that they heard that Jay Miron told someone that Hango's the real Canadian beast. Oh my god. That's a fucking compliment to have. Right. <clears throat> That's that's cool. I wonder it'd be cool if he got back into it, like did more. With how many people have gotten back into bikes at an older age recently, you would think that one of these legends nope. would do it. Not him. Well, you'd think he someone that, would. He said he'd rather die than not to be able to ride at his fullest. Well, I'm just saying, like, you'd think somebody would <coughs> rise start again. Well, Jamie Bestwick's still riding. He's fucking killing it. Yeah, but I mean, like, someone who quit. You'd think that one of them would come back. Uh, Dave Mosato came back. Is he still riding? Oh, yeah, he I rode it. Every once in a while. He rode at the uh, Battle of Hastings. Yeah. Forgot. Uh, someone said, so nice to be listening to this. 1.30 a.m. here, going for surgery in like six hours. This is calming me down. No way. <laughs> Ask that person if I can borrow some meds. 
I'm fucking hurting over here. Good luck on your surgery, and uh, Ricky will DM you his address later. <laughs> Pass me some morphine, homie. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that come in like injection form, though? Yeah, you you know, as much as we can have our debates and the things that we didn't care for, X Games and what we didn't like, the thing that's so great about it is it made us talk about BMX. Yeah, it's and it brought good. people together for BMX, and that's what I'm appreciative about. The only reason and, that the conversation is so like heated and stuff is because they're passionate about it. Definitely, and and I just wish, you know, everybody wants to be a part of something, and it's awesome that we can vote, and that gives us our part. But it's like, <clears throat> I, I think you're onto something with an amateur one would be really great. Right. There needs to be more chances, and they need to stop with the age thing. This fucking age thing's getting old. It's annoying. Where it's it's like you got to be a certain age and do all this. Like, it's like once you reach a certain age, they just cash you to the side. You know what I mean? Well, what's annoying about it is the fact that, like, there's older dudes. There's thirty-year-old dudes that are way better than any of these young kids, and they don't get any recognition. Adam Baker's better than half these fucking dirt riders nowadays, and he doesn't get that much recognition. The uh, uncovered contest. Someone was talking about that. That's a good, good contest. <laughs> yeah, but it's always segregated to one area and one place where people can't reach, and it's like that's all money, though. I know, and we need something with big, like ESPN's helping with that one. ESPN needs to do something bigger. They need another Street Series Jam thing. That was great. <laughs> what needs to happen is somebody who's a millionaire needs to come and help out. <laughs> some really rich person. I mean, some dipshit just paid for everybody's college tuition. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get somebody who's a billionaire whose kids into BMX. Why don't we ask Austin Augie to give back? He, doesn't he have jams? Made from YouTube. Doesn't he have jams? Yeah, but those jams are selfish. I'm talking about ones where he gives back to where he got. Like the Street Series jam. Doesn't he give away a bike? His sponsor gives him the bike to give away. Let's. I'm asking for him to throw a jam to give back to like he got back. Because of the Street Series is why all of us know who Austin Augie is. Well, maybe he when just he hasn't thought about series. it yet. He's doing something. <laughs> At um, least he's having he's having jams though. Obviously, he's probably just not thought about that yet. Like, can't act like he's not doing anything. Uh, no, that's just your opinion. You being a salty old guy there because he's actually doing something already. Why not talk about someone who's doing nothing? Like who's who's got everything but doing nothing. Uh, all right, I'll give you one. I don't want to get Scotty Cramner could do something. I don't, could he? Oh, you got quiet on that one. Could he? That dude. That dude's got more money and bigger influence in BMX than anybody. That's, if he started a series that's and true. did something, that would do something. That's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe someone needs to ask him or tell him, give him the idea. Kids, kids are buying oil slick bikes because of that fucking dude. Yeah, maybe. People are buying Van shoes. I don't know why you'd waste your money on Van shoes, <laughs> but I mean. <clears throat> You know, yeah, you know. need somebody that's big like that. 
maybe, maybe he hasn't thought of it and someone needs to tell him. <laughs> well, maybe I'll text him and tell him. There you go. Because, like, a lot of that stuff is just people who haven't thought of these things. <laughs> it's not like they're, if people have thought about stuff and was like, no, I'm not doing it. Well, sometimes it's not in the cards for people. And as nice as people think certain people are, sometimes they're covered by things. Sometimes they have other motives. Like sometimes... Oh, you're right. You know, if people have YouTube channels, sometimes they just live off of that YouTube and they want it for self-centered things. And I'm not pointing fingers to anybody, but some people get lost in their own fame. Well, I'm here to let everyone know that for the past seven or eight years, I've helped put on at least two jams a year and three or four for the past couple years. So if anyone ever wants to say any crap about me, you can suck it. (laughs) I don't do shit for BMX. I'm the saltiest of salty. (laughs) It's okay. And, And to add to my previous statement, you can also come ride at one of the jams because it'd be sick. <laughs> Me? No. Anyone. Anyone who has anything to say. Because it, it just blows my mind. There's people around here who have like made, painted this picture like I'm just trying to make money and get attention on the internet and stuff. Yet they don't realize that I literally do everything you could possibly do in BMX. I dig trails. I throw jams. I make videos. I make videos covering other people's jams. What else is there? There's, I help out with a bike shop. You don't make your own product and sell your own product yet. T-shirts, but... Oh, you have T-shirts? I got a place to do T-shirts, but like... But like, there's literally like... I don't know. We'll get, we'll, yeah. I started a movement, Lip Lords. I didn't start that. I kick-started it back up because I wasn't the original Lip Lords. I, I run a Lip Lords page where people from all around the world get posted. I run a I run an old school page. Yeah, well, so you do do something. How to videos? There we go. This is hey, just, we do we do uh, rider spotlight videos. Yeah, so like I'm just like giving all of the examples for anyone who likes to talk shit here in Ohio of of why uh you're uh you have no ground to stand on. Well, what I'm saying with it is you got a lot of bigger name guys and they got to do more. Definitely. There's a lot of professional BMX riders who aren't professionals. But there's also a lot of them that are. It's just the one, there's the smaller minority of them that aren't are the ones that get talked about more. The caliber's bigger, dude. You're you're forgetting the, the talent level. People don't go out to learn feeble grinds anymore. They go out to learn Smith to whip out. Yeah. <clears throat> like they think three steps ahead. When we started, it was feeble grind. And then you go Smith grind and 50 grind. They go straight to the trick. They don't even, the trip, the, the grind is nothing. It's the trick out. Yeah. <clears throat> like back in the day, if you did a easy out 180, <clears throat> that was normal. But if you did a hard 180 out, no one even cared. It was, like, considered easy. Now, like, you have to do hard 180 out. You have to do hard three out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things are just more insane now. 
Well, like I've said before, it's what you see is what you're going to do. <clears throat> Can you imagine if there was social media back when Dennis McCoy and Matt Hoffman were learning all those tricks? There'd be 30 other people that beat them to the tricks that they were trying. Right. Oh, you're right. That's why a lot of people are super secretive about what they do. Because there's certain people who have to be that way. Like like people like Dan Crook and Brock Rayford who can do crazy up rail like 360s and 540s. Jordan Goodwin is in that group too. Like they kind of have to be like on the down low about certain things or someone else, one of those people in that group might hear about it and then have that idea and get it done first. <laughs> Which is kind of cool too at the same time because it's like a little competition. Right. But for those people, it sucks. I know it would yeah, suck. It's the same with so uh, sponsors switching. Like guys, guys have to like be so secretive to try to move from a different company or their sponsor when trying to film because Instagram and social media will catch it so easy. Yeah, that's true <clears throat> too. There's, you know, there's pluses and negatives from social media, but I think there's way more pluses than there are negatives. Someone just said they find it funny how BMX Gons and Skate Gons have the same name, Mark Gonzalez. I'm going to go on the record right now on camera admitting that I have always thought that they were the same person. <laughs> but they're from the same era where people did ride and skate, okay? I didn't know. <clears throat> well, one lives in Arizona. Well, one lives in San Diego now. And by the way, the Gons tried to contact me last week, and I'm going to send him a bike package. So if that person down there cares, I'm sending him another package, and then I'm going to get a hold of Ratboy, and I'm going to send Ratboy another package. But you don't do anything <laughs> for BMX. <clears throat> huh? But you don't do anything for BMX. I don't do anything. Okay. We're going to see Gons clips because of Ricky. Uh, the Gons just had an edit come out. You know who helped the Gons? Robbie Morales from Colt gave the Gons a bike. So I'd really like to give a shout out to Robbie. <clears throat> Robbie is definitely I, I in it for BMX. Huh? Robbie is definitely in it for BMX. That's for sure. That guy is a trendsetter, dude. That guy is super smart. He's just a really good marketer and businessman. That's because he who, remembers everybody by their name. Yeah, who also happens to <clears throat> really love BMX. And kicks ass on the trails. Yeah, it's that's just one of those, like, You know why they few. call him a trail boss, right? What do you mean? That his nickname was the trail boss. Yeah, because he'd show up to anybody's trails and he'd make it through their first try. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not alone. I thought the Gonzes were the same, too. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't alone in that. I, uh, one lives in New York and the other one's from Arizona. The, wow. And one's one's a darker one's a darker Spanish dude, and the other one's a light skinned. Oh, until you look into it, you don't know these things. But I, I they're both goofy. See, like it's understandable to mix them up or think they're the same. See, I love that the conversation we're having right now is about somebody that revolutionized. The Gons revolutionized being brakeless and doing bar spins in the street. Yeah. Chris Moeller, <clears throat> I think Chris Moeller is one of the first people to start doing uh, bar spins. 
and uh, the Gons is the first one to start doing them in wall rides and stuff. Hmm. That's cool. They say that Dustin Reese did the first bunny hop bar spin. Yeah, I'd really like to know if that's the truth or not. That's a good one, though. There's no way to know. That's the thing. Not anymore. And that's the other thing about it is, too, like, there could have been some dude who no one knows about who would never even hear BMX people talking about these things that did it first, and no one would ever know. I mean, I I like... I like when kids tell me, oh, this trick's never been done. Dude, it happens so much. It's so annoying. Right, but... And then they'll say, oh, this guy's one of the first guys to do it. And then I always... My favorite thing is the crank arm drive. And I'm like, man, <clears throat> Vic Murphy... Vic Murphy in Cheese, or Right On... No, I think it was Cheese. Vic Murphy did a manual and tried to do... Uh, <clears throat> like a manual to I think he was trying manual to peg grind like a manual to ice pick grind down the, mm-hmm. like a five stair handrail and he fucked up and he did sprocket and crank arm yeah. on a handrail <clears throat> that's out of a manual that's crazy Derek learned inventing the Derek duster on accident who? Derek Adams the Derek Duster. That's a good one. A lot of that stuff's on accident, dude. A lot of tricks that were being invented <clears throat> or that have been invented were products of accidents. Or it was a joke. Right. Dude, that's so many tricks I've done. Accidents. Or trying to learn something else and then that happened. Yeah. BMX is a crazy thing. You've got that right, man. What do we got on there? 12 Six, people? 16 people still. It went back up to 18 for a minute. <clears throat> That's good. Is uh, GK or CK dude on there? Gold? Chris Gold? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been in here. He was the one who said something earlier that I said that was good. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> he's like 40, right? 41? Uh, I don't remember. 30-something, I thought. He didn't say his age this time. Either way. Whew, man, I'm getting tired. 36. He said 36. Oh, same age as me. There you go. Then who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Sleepy Butt, I'll go and take some ibuprofen. We've been talking for an hour and a half. Um, <coughs> Let's end it on are, a note. Um, I also want to mention to everybody on here, uh, today we were going to have a special guest, but I got lost in the weekend and didn't realize it was Sunday already, since it's a long weekend. So we're going to try for next weekend to have a guest. And <clears throat> I don't know which one it's going to be, but I would really like Behringer to come on, but I got to see what his uh, schedule is like. So we'll try to get Behringer on next weekend. But we've talked to a few other newer new new people, so we're gonna have <clears throat> a few people. And um, uh, if there's any older people out there, I'm gonna try to get Vic Murphy on here because Vic said he'd like to do something. So 
<coughs> I talk to enough people that I can get enough people on here. Let's make it so happen. Hopefully you guys will be interested in that. Also, we got to shout out Ryan for doing all the, the super chat donating today. Oh, that's awesome. That thanks, was, man. Thanks yeah. for supporting. And yeah. thanks, everybody, for this. And if you guys have ideas or topics that you want us to talk about, uh, we're definitely down uh, next week. <clears throat> like I said, we'll, I'll try to get on another guest. And then we also uh, check out Brent Moore's I Got to Do a Rider Spotlight. If you guys have any riders that you know that you want me to do something on, let me know. Because I'm always willing to check out people. And I always need help. Right. Yeah, that's this Friday, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Better <coughs> match that, Tim Wed. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it was uh, talking about being sponsored by uh, that by Ryan for donating. Sick. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna go and take some ibuprofen. Oh my uh, God! He just did ten dollars. Who? The same guy. Hell yeah! Twenty bucks. Thank you, Ryan. You're the man. <laughs> Thank you. Names, man. Well, uh, Brent, you got anything to say? I don't know. Let's end it on, uh, tell me, because we haven't talked about it, tell me who your favorite bike rider ever is and why. Really? Yeah, right now. I don't know who your favorite rider is of all time. Can I go per by knowing? A See, there's a difference. There goes by personal and then by I want to know want personal. I want to know personal because then that makes it better than just who's your favorite rider, Ricky. Uh My favorite rider that I know personally would be Bruce Christman. Uh <clears throat> Bruce Christman is the nicest human being you will ever meet and he is so phenomenal on a bike. Like I remember I remember riding with him, and we were at the skate barn, and he was, uh, this was the era where he was just two pegs and brakeless, because he took off the front and back brake, or he took off the back brake and the gyro, and he just went brakeless and two pegs, and he was doing double bar spins to, like, exits over spines. Wow. <clears throat> and, you know, and big, you know, whips and flips and... Giant figgy and stairs. We went, <clears throat> we went street riding and we went and rode some curves and uh <clears throat> i did a 180 to five uh 540 cab slider yeah down this bank and uh he said to me ricky what do you call that trick and i was like i don't know a slider or something right he's like yo can i use that trick and i was like what do you mean he's like i'm gonna do it my next contest run so <clears throat> uh i was watching a props and at the toronto metro jam he did a 180 to 540 slider, and it just stoked me out so much. And the idea that when I call him, he's just as excited as I am to talk to me. And I don't know. I just really look up to him. Uh, my favorite rider <clears throat> of all time, who I think is one of the best riders that was so innovative, nobody's beat him, he's so great, is Rat Boy. Oh, John, I knew that. John Wrigley has done so many tricks that have never been done. It's it's remarkable. Yeah. And just being able to talk to him is awesome. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. the all-time greatest rider, bike rider in the whole world is Jay Miron, number one. There it is. Uh, number one. There it is. <clears throat> All right, brother. Well, 
I love you. We'll talk soon. And uh, everybody, thanks for coming on. Yeah. And I'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Be Ricky. Be like Ricky. <laughs> All right. He's out of here. Oh, sponsored by Tem Wed. You made it just in time for the end, Tem Wed. I want to give another thank you to Ryan. He said he loved this channel. Thank you. Thank you, Tem Wed. Always sponsoring. <laughs> Sponsor. Uh, here, since we have it. God, I hope I don't make people mad with this. <laughs> this stream. <laughs> I should make a paper that says sponsored by Ryan Spruce too. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for all of the uh, super chatness. We almost beat the record from last time. It's up to freaking craziness. I appreciate that very much. I, I'm a very bashful person, so I don't I don't freak out like Ricky does about that stuff because I don't know makes me feel awkward but I really do appreciate it J double backflip yep J Miron the Canadian beast uh let's see is there a J Miron video we could end this with Anything we could watch. Let's see. J Miron BMX. We'll watch a J Miron video real quick. American Muscle. Is it online? Schwan. Ricky knew I was here, so he dipped. Mm. Ricky. Oh, here it is. J Miron. I can't play it because last time I played a video from the come up, they freaking copyrighted me last time I did that stream. So I can't play videos from the come up or props or I'll get copyrighted. What's another one? Dave Mira BMX X Games 1997 run one. That's Dave Mira, not Jamie on. <laughs> Oops. Let's see. Mad Matt. What could we watch? I'm trying to find something here. McNeil video. Jay Moron. <laughs> Definitely not that. Hmm. Has there been anything on here that showed that we could play? It's so weird to see this. He's got a YouTube channel. Or he's on YouTube talking about his furniture stuff. First double backflip video. Alright, we'll check it out. Let me mute it so we don't get copyrighted if there's any music.
And here we go. This is Jay Miron. <laughs> this is funny. Hold on. I can make this better. There we go. Look at him. This is, is this the first ever double backflip to happen or just the first one in a contest? I'm going to throw a double back. Wow. Y'all smoking wet right now. <laughs> oh. Hey, thank you again for that super chat. I'm just going to say thank you a thousand times. So hopefully that gives the gets it across that I am thankful. This is interesting. He's doing it right there in front of everybody. Wait, so this is the first one ever, or did he already do it at this point? He will have to use every inch of our studio. This is... <laughs> In 1997, support local streams. Support your local YouTube streamer. <laughs> wow. So this very one, I'm going to ask again because I'm just trying to confirm. This is the exact moment of the first double backflip. This is really interesting. They got a second commentator. He must instantly calculate. Back tire, airplanes, back tires hit first, apparently. At least they called it a box jump. This is science and a revolutionary. No one said, is this exact one? That's a resi. With a wooden top. Good luck and be careful. So is this the exact moment of the first ever double backflip? Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh my. The people in the crowd are like, what? I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Do you guys think he's going to pull it? <laughs> this is... This is definitely the 90s. What did this play on? I didn't pay attention. Was it on what channel? Hit it. He had a microphone. Wow. That was perfect, too. Dude, that's so crazy. 
yeah it's not probably not very many people who have landed a first of a trick and then been greeted by non BMX riders or people who have no idea what they're looking at that was awesome that was unbelievable extraordinary <laughs> instant replay in slow motion wow what a tight setup to do that in too no one wears a chest plate anymore they should You know what's kind of crazy? His Canadian accent kind of sounds like an Amish accent. Just a dumb observation. <laughs> Number one, he heard his tush. Look at that high-tech camera angle. That was really cool. What a good way to end the stream. All right. We're going to bounce. Thank you guys all for hanging out. Thank you to Ryan for freaking donating so much. Thank you, Tim Wed, for sponsoring the stream, as always. Can we watch Tony Hawk clips now? We'll do that next time. Maybe on Thursday. Maybe on Thursday. We'll see. I got to get off here. I still, I was digging all day today. Or not all day, but I was digging today and haven't taken a shower yet. I feel nasty. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, maybe Thursday. If I if I get the stream Thursday, we'll do it. We just got to make sure it's not copyrighted crap. Or we got to figure out how to get around that. Either way, I'm going to bounce off here. Thank you guys for hanging out. Once again, Ryan and Tim Wed sponsoring the stream. Thank you. And we'll see you. I'm going to upload a video tomorrow. We'll see you then. Goodbye. <laughs>